Recognized nationally for excellence in clinical care, Lord's Health System. It's time for Lord's Health Talk. Here's Melanie Cole. When you choose Lord's Health System Hospitals, be assured that our mission is to ensure that you have the safest and most comfortable experience possible. My guest today is Fran Hogan. He's a nurse manager at Our Lady of Lord's Medical Center. Welcome to the show, Fran. So tell us what happens when someone has a scheduled procedure. When they first arrive at the hospital, they're nervous. They don't know what to expect. Tell them what to expect. So the first thing the patient's going to see when they come in the door is a very smooth transition. When you come in through the emergency room entrance where all of our procedure patients come through, they will proceed to our third floor where they will be greeted by a person. The person will sign them in very quickly, get them uh, very efficiently taken care of, and let them have a seat, assure their family that they're going to be taken care of. Uh, It is a a scary experience, as you said but we can assure that the patient is going to have a great experience. We tried to streamline the process as much as possible so that we can make it as smooth and as seamless for the patient and to not add any extra anxiety to the patient that they have already have. Is that when paperwork gets filled out or is that done prior to arriving? Paperwork is done prior to arriving as well as the day of the procedure. They will also get registered. They will get a bracelet, ID bracelet put on their arm so that we can identify them, that we can make sure that we validate their name, date of birth, and call them by name and and let the process begin. So once the process does begin and they're taken up to a room to be readied for whatever the procedure, do the family get to go with? The family can go with the patient uh, before the procedure in the pre-op area. There is some things that the nurse needs to clear up with the patient doing a health history. Uh, if the patient is um, English speaking and clear, um, you know, to speak, we, we definitely will, will make them part of the process. Um, if the patient has some difficulty and we need some family members help with translation, we will allow the family members to help with that. But we prefer to talk with the patients one-on-one to get a complete health history if possible, but we do allow other family members to be part of that process. Fran, if somebody's got a scheduled procedure, do they arrive and get admitted to a room before the procedure or do they go into the procedure and then get admitted to a room? The procedure area they will go to first, and then once they have their procedure done, they will go into our recovery area, and then the recovery area will bring them to the room that they will be admitted to should they require an overnight stay. Depending on their procedure, some procedures are same day, so they will have their procedure, be in the hospital, and then out again, and then other procedures will require an admission overnight or for an extended period of time, and those patients will go to their room post-procedure area. And what are the rules for family members and visiting hours? So the family members and visiting hours are fairly open. We try to make the family a big part of the patient's healing process. Uh, in most units, the family members are unrestricted uh, depending on depending on the unit that they're in. The intensive care unit is a little bit more strict with visiting hours because of the nature of the patients. Um, if the patients uh, should have a life-threatening illness, and we hope that they don't, um, we allow family members to come in around the clock. You know, barring that, we have not an, a disruption to other, other patients in the rooms. Um, on the other units, the medical surgical units, the telemetry units, the visiting hours are fairly unrestricted. We do ask that people try to um, restrict uh, coming to visit during uh, shift handoff times, which are 7 o'clock in the morning and 7 o'clock at night, just because the nurses are giving report um, about the patients in the rooms, and we, we just don't always want the family member to be involved in that because it's sometimes distracting to the nurses to hand off but the visiting hours are fairly unrestricted in the hospital um, once the patient is admitted to a room. And what about language translation assistance or deaf assistance services? So we have, we have many different uh, modalities to help people that have 
um, language deficit issues. Uh, number one, if we have um, a pre-scheduled patient coming in for a procedure, we will pre-arrange a translator to be on site, especially for sign language, American Sign Language, or another sign language interpreter that's necessary. We do have CCY machines that are available through the uh, hospital operator for those patients who are deaf and that prefer to type. We also have a Syracom language line, which is a, a phone service that we use that connects patients with, um, we have a card that they can read and they can point to the language that they most identify with and we can call through to the service and we use a live interpreter on the telephone to actually um, communicate with the patient back and forth. And if somebody is interested in spiritual care or pastoral care, is that available at Lourdes? That is available at Lourdes because we're a faith-based institution and we're based with a Catholic Church. Uh, we have Catholic priests that can come and see the patients each day. We also have Eucharistic ministers and we have other faith-based people that can come and visit the patients. Uh, they offer prayer cards on every meal tray for patients and they also offer prayer booklets um, upon request in pastoral care for any religious preference that the patient has. We also have a chapel that's located uh, in our main floor, on the first floor when you come into the hospital, um, which is kind of the center point focal piece of, of the hospital that families and patients can go to. We offer mass services at noon on um, uh, in our chapel, and we also have a non-denominational chapel, um, which is adjacent to the, the main chapel in the hospital. And you mentioned meals. People always want to know about hospital food. What can they expect from Lourdes? Well, hospital food is, is hospital food. I, I can't really say a whole lot about it. It's probably not five-star quality restaurant food like they want, but a lot of that's based on their, their diet. Uh, a lot of patients have restricted diets, and because of those restrictions, it's not necessarily always what the patient wants, but it's what's in their best interest. So, you know, specific diets for diabetes, specific diets for cardiac care, since that's what we're most known for, um, usually restrict salt and high-fat foods. So, um, the meal service is, is delivered three times a day. We also have snacks in between if the patient should want it. We keep floor stock snacks on the floor for patients in case they want it. And at any given time, if they're not um, if they're not happy with the menu choices that we offer, we have some alternatives for them as well. And when we're talking about case managers, social workers, hospitalists, there's so many people that the patient deals with. It can be rather confusing. How can you clear that up a little bit for the patients at Lourdes? So here um, here in the Progressive Care Unit, the unit I manage, I can speak to most clearly. Every morning we have multidisciplinary rounds at 930. These rounds bring together all of those disciplines, including physical therapy, dietary, doctors, hospitalists, it brings through case managers and social workers. So the nurses are able to get a clear plan of care for the patient for their day and their plan for their discharge. So when the nurses uh, get that report at 9.30 in the morning, they're able to take that information back to the patients and clear up, this is what you're waiting on. These are the tests that we need to come back before you can go home. These are the steps it needs to take to get you discharged, and this is what we're looking at today for your plan. So each day we go through that Monday through Friday so that we're very clear about what what patients' needs are and how we're gonna we're gonna fix we're gonna get them on the road to recovery and discharge. And of course the best part for patients is the discharge. Tell us about what goes on there. So the discharge is a comprehensive process that actually starts at admission. So when we come into the hospital we collect your medications that you're on at home. We also reconcile those medications while you're here. Some patients will come off of the medicine that they're on normally at home, and we have to do that for certain reasons. But then, as we're getting closer to discharge, we reintroduce those medications back, and at times we change them based on your condition. So that medication process is a very important part of discharge. The other piece of discharge is education, which is 
which is a comprehensive part of the discharge process. So the nurse will sit down with the patient, clearly go through with them each part of the discharge process, including activity, what they can do, what they cannot do. They will also give them the opportunity for follow-ups with the physicians. They'll give them phone numbers. They'll give them appointments. Uh, if necessary, we will even make the appointment if we have to. Um, if the patient has an issue with a ride, the social worker can work through a method to get them to the place they need to get to. The discharge process is comprehensive. It's ongoing, like I said, during the admission all the way through to the discharge from, from the hospital itself. So it's not one specific thing. It's ongoing education um, for patients. It's a lot of uh, paperwork that we give them when they leave, and we give them lots of information. And Fran, wrap it up for us, if you would, with your best advice at what patients that are scheduled for a procedure can expect when they come into Lord's Health System Hospitals. Well, you can expect high-quality care, you can expect efficiency, and you can expect that we're going to take the best care of you that we can. No need to be worried. We've got this. We've done it. We're, we're very experienced. We're very celebrated, and we want you to to have a good experience, and we want to make your family part of that experience. We want you to enjoy it as much as you can enjoy a hospitalization. It's not always the easiest thing to do, but know that your best interest your best interest is, is our best interest, and we want to make sure that we have successful outcomes. Thank you so much for being with us today. It's great information. You're listening to Lord's Health Talk, and for more information, you can go to lordsnet.org. That's lordsnet.org. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.